What's good, everyone? Chris is starting show here. And before we get into today's episode, I just have a couple announcements I want to make. The first one is I have started my own YouTube channel where I'm here to help people save, grow, and protect their money. So make sure you subscribe to my channel. And also here on the Roommates platform, I am interviewing people around finances. So I have people coming with real estate about how to pay down debt, how to invest, all those different things. So I want you all to do to make sure you get your pen and your paper out and take notes because the information that is provided during these podcast episodes are so valuable. And with that being said, let's get started with today's episode. The first step is deciding, right? And I said I didn't realize how powerful that was, right, when I decided I was going to be successful. Because you notice the word I used. I said decided. I didn't, yeah. I didn't say I'm going to try it. I didn't say, um, you know, we'll look into it. You know, I didn't say we'll see how things go and pan out. Right. Those are the words most people use. Your words have power. Right. Yeah. And so I, I decided at three in the morning, Amen. I, I said, I am going to figure this out because all these other people figured it out. They're not smarter than me. I can figure it out. Right. Like, and I just made a decision and like it, when you look at even like the etymology of the word, like you, you, you decide like side means kill, right? So any other option is gone. Like I'm going to do this. Right. And when you make a decision about anything, Mm. right? Like the universe will get out of your way. Yo, what's good, everyone? It's your boy, Chris, the star of the show, back with you with another episode. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you all, I am excited about today's video. Make sure you get your pen, you get your notepad. Really be focused because today's guest is someone who is killing it in the real estate industry. And he he hasn't been in the industry that long, but yet he has had so much success so I'm telling you guys, please welcome in Mr. Henry Washington. What's going on, Henry? What's good, man? Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Man, thank you for coming on, man. So for those who do not know you, can you please give a 30-second elevator pitch about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. My name's Henry Washington, real estate investor here in the Northwest Arkansas market. Our typical business is buy and hold, and so... We're direct-to-seller marketing, buying properties, fixing them up, renting them out. Um, we also flip houses. We'll flip about 10 houses a year. Um, and then I have a, a teaching and coaching business where I mentor and teach people how to invest in real estate. Wow. wow. So, Henry, how did you get started in, in real estate? What what led you in? What Where were you at in life? Kind of give that background uh, story. Yeah, man. Uh, I got into real estate after I had a panic attack one night. Um, so mm. um, background is, so prior to investing in real estate, I was in the tech industry. And so I worked for Walmart. Uh, I'm here in Northwest Arkansas. That's where Walmart's headquartered. And so I was doing data analytics and software development. So I was a six-figure earner. I had a great job. Um, and when I was single, I typically spent more than I made, right? And so I'd get paid every two weeks. I'd spend everything, and then I'd be stuck waiting for my next paycheck. And when you're single, if that's how you want to live, you typically can. There's there's the only negative impact it has is on yourself. But what happened was I met my wife, and then we got married literally 365 days after the day we met. 
And so wow. I went from single to married quickly. And and when you move that quickly getting married, you know, your life circumstances don't always move as quickly with you. And so like it doesn't matter if you're a six figure earner, a five figure earner, you know, ten dollars an hour, a hundred dollars an hour. If you spend more than you make, you're still broke. And so I quickly learned that even though I was comfortable living like that, once I got married, I learned really fast that my wife was not comfortable living like that. And so I I had to make an adjustment and a a couple of wake up calls led me to realizing how much of an adjustment I had to make. And so the first wake up call came is obviously you get married and you think about buying a house together. And so as we started to do that house shopping, the bank basically said, Hey, Henry and Jessica, we would gladly lend money to your wife as long as you're not on the loan because my money situation was bad. My credit was bad. And like, Mm. I was just bringing us down. And so that was a big blow to my ego because, you know, I had this great job. I made this great money. And the, the bank was like, nah, nah, this isn't you, you aren't helping. And so like wanting to be this provider, you know, and give my life, my wife, the life I felt like she deserved. Like I just, I couldn't even make step one. The other wake up call came, you know, after we had ended up actually, per- after well, I say we, after my wife purchased the house and allowed me to live in it, right? Like we were laying down one night having a conversation about our future, you know, as young married couples do, right? What's our dream house going to look like? Where's it going to be? How many kids are we going to have, right? Where are we going to go on these awesome vacations we want to go on, right? And in the back of my mind, I'm just thinking like, man, I just, I, I couldn't even help us get to the house we sitting here in right now. And like, thinking of like a dream house, like I just, I started to freak out. Right. And so Mm. like I woke up at three in the morning having a panic attack because I'm like, she's going to leave me. Like She'll realize that like, I can't provide her with the life she deserves. I only look good on paper. And now that we're getting down to the nitty gritty, like I can't, I can't provide. And so, um, and so I did what um, any normal person would do at three in the morning when you panic about money is I just started Googling, how can I make some extra money? And that's when I learned about real estate. I kept seeing articles Mm. about real estate and videos about real estate. And it was really my first introduction into realizing that like normal people owned real estate. I just, before that, I never thought too much about it. I just assumed super wealthy people or corporations or companies owned real estate. And like, I didn't think that, you know, Joe down the street owned a bunch of rental properties. Like I just didn't, it never crossed my mind. But yeah. as I was reading more and noticing, like, and that's when I found bigger pockets and I started going through the forums and I'm like, wait, that's a bunch of just regular folks that have figured this out. Right. And so I just made a decision at three in the morning that like, if these folks figured it out, I can figure it out. And so I'll just, I'll just do that. I'll just figure out how to be an investor. And I just, I made that decision and I didn't realize how powerful that was mm. when I was doing it. It wasn't, it's not until looking back after we had bought some properties that I realized like mentally what I did. Um, but I made a decision, right? And so I woke up the next morning. I told my wife, I was like, hey, uh, we're going to be real estate investors. And she was like, all right, well, cool. Let's figure that out. And so I just started reading books and listening to podcasts. And I just picked up this like love for mm-hmm. learning about real estate. And I just couldn't get enough of it. And so I was just like any, any spare moment I had, I was just ingesting real estate content on some level. And I'd say about 90 days after that panic attack, we bought our first property and we bought it without having to use much of our own money. And, um, 
and it really propelled us into like into this business. It was like proof of concept, right? Because for 90 days I was just learning, learning, learning. And then like once we actually found a deal and then found a bank to finance it and then found the money to buy it and then it started producing cash flow, I was just like, oh crap, like this legit works and anybody can do it. And so that's when I realized that the goals I kind of set aside for myself with real estate were too small because it was too powerful of a tool. Um, and wow. so we kind of just blew it up from there. So like within those first 90 days, like if you had to like, you know, tell your son what to do like firsthand, like is it starting with those kind of like the same parts that you did started like with the books, listen to podcasts, uh, or is it more of like, yeah, do those things, but you also need to go out and, and try to go find a deal and make a deal happen yourself because experience is everything. Yeah, man. Um, so this is the part where it's like these steps can apply to almost any business or anything yeah. in life if you want to get started. And so I think a lot of people, um, they want like, you know, a blueprint to like exactly how to buy a property. And it's not about that. Right? Yeah. Like that's not how you're going to find success in real estate or anything. And so, yeah, if I was going to break down those steps, I tell people the first step is deciding. Right. And I said, I didn't realize how powerful that was. Right. When I decided I was going to be successful. Cause you notice the word I used, I said, decided I didn't, yeah. I didn't say I'm going to try it. I didn't say, um, you know, we'll look into it. You know, I didn't say, we'll see how things go and pan out, right? Those are the words most people use. Your words have power, right? Yeah. And so I, I decided at three in the morning, Amen. I, I said, I am going to figure this out because all these other people figured it out. They're not smarter than me. I can figure it out, right? Like, and I just made a decision. And like, it, it when you look at even like the etymology of the word, like you, you, you decide like side means kill, right? So any other option is gone. Like I'm going to do this. Right. And when you make a decision about anything, mm. right? Yeah. Like the universe will get out of your way as you start to move down that path. And I think yeah. that like w- when we look at the things in our life that we've truly decided we were going to conquer, we did it. Yeah. Right. And the things that like, and even when you tell yourself, well, I'm going to do this thing, like look really in your heart. Were you serious? Were you serious? Because your actions will tell you if you were serious. And then people say, well, I decided I was going to lose weight. And then I didn't. No, you didn't decide. Right. You might have just said that one time, but you really didn't. You really didn't decide in your mind and in your heart like that you were going to do it. But when you decide, you get it done. Right. And so and when you decide, you're, you're telling yourself, you're telling your brain that. I'm going to do this. So as obstacles come up, your brain just automatically starts figuring out how to maneuver around and through those obstacles because you've already decided you're going to do it. And when you say you're going to try, you've already told your brain from day one, like as soon as it as something comes up, like you just won't. Yeah. You're not going to figure it out. Like any, any resistance, gave, any push. You gave back. it a shot. Right. Like, yeah. You gave it a shot. Yeah. Right. And so when you decide like your brain is quick, it's like figuring out how to get around it because you've already decided you're going to get to your end goal. And so step one is just make the decision and truly mean that. Right. Step two is find people who are doing what you're doing successfully and just be in their space. Right. Mm. Um, 
you know, too many people, they want like, you know, tell me, you know, step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. And then once I've figured out all those steps, then I'll take some action. It's the opposite. Like you just got to figure out, okay, great. I've decided I'm going to lose weight or I've decided I'm going to buy houses. Find somebody who's lost weight, find somebody who's bought houses successfully and be around them. So I started looking for real estate investor, like I literally Googled like real estate investors in Northwest Arkansas. And then I kept, I would find like a RIA meeting or a meetup group and I would just go like any place there were investors in a room. I just put myself in that room because I just wanted to like, show me who's doing it and maybe I'll, I'll learn something. Maybe, you know, I'll make a relationship that helps me. I didn't know what it would lead to. And too many people, they want to know all the steps, right? We don't always get to know. So step two, put yourself in the rooms consistently. I think a lot Mm. of people too, is they go to a meeting or two, and then they stop going because, you know, life happens. You go to work every day, you come home. The last thing you want to do is get dressed and go back out to some meeting once a week. But you should. Yeah. Right. If you truly have a goal of hitting freedom and you think this path is going to get you there. Man, I was in every meeting I could get in because I wanted proof mm. of concept. Show me who's doing it. I want to learn how they're doing it. And so as I started to do that and I coupled that with the research. So yes, you need to learn and research, but that to me, that's more like step three, right? You need to be doing that while you're doing these other things. The first thing you got to do is make a decision. The second thing you got to do is find people that are doing it and make that your circle. Cause we, we are as humans, we limit our beliefs based on what we see around us, who we see doing it, right? Like you'll think something's impossible until you're surrounded by five other people every day who are doing it. And then you'll feel like, well, not only is it possible, but like, I'm thinking small, right? Like that's how I felt. Like I wanted to buy a property or a property, one property every year for like five years. Right. And then I got in a room with people who were doing five deals a month and I'm like, Oh my, not only is it possible, but I'm thinking (laughs) way too small. Right. (laughs) Like, yeah, they on a whole um, nother level. (laughs) Right. Right. But if you surround yourself with them, I listened to a a guy one time, uh, might've been on bigger pockets. And they asked him, he did apartment buildings and that's just what he did. Like he he didn't start, he didn't do single family homes first and then duplexes. Like he just, his first deal was an apartment building. And they asked him, they said, what made you like think that you could do an apartment building? Like, why would you do that first? And he was like, everybody around me was buying apartment. I I just thought that's what you did. (laughs) Right. Right. Right? Like, and so he wasn't, he wasn't like, we put limits on ourselves based on who's around us and what we currently know, but we don't know everything. And so like, don't limit yourself, just put yourself around people doing it. And like the, how you get there, that'll reveal itself. As long as you've decided you're going to do it and you're putting yourself consistently around people successfully doing it, man, the, the doors open, the path illuminates itself right like we are sitting around our path to financial freedom on an everyday basis your brain just isn't opened up to what those things are right and the more you put yourself around people being successful in the field you want you'll start to see opportunities those opportunities were there last week your brain just wasn't open to them last week it's like when you buy a new like if you go buy a red truck Right. Before yesterday, when you bought that red truck, you didn't see a red truck on the road. But now that you own a red truck, every other car you see is a red truck. That's because your brain is open to seeing that because it's what you like. It's just it it works the same way with with if you want to get into something to be successful. Yeah, I 100 percent agree. I think you if you surround yourself with the right people and you're talking about it every single day, you're going to naturally pick up things and you are now 
going to f- see those things because you're yeah. exactly right. When I had bought my uh, car last year, I didn't think I saw it on the road at all. And then yeah. I bought it. And I'm like, okay, so everybody has this car. Everybody got one. Like, what's right, going on? Right. right. <laughs> they had I mean? it last uh, week. I thought I was a trendsetter. Attention. I was like, it right. can't be me. Right. <laughs> like, it, can't, it can't be me. Yeah, you know, that's right, man. I think that's 100% like, like real of what you said as well, like the, about the de- like deciding factor. I think a lot of people, it's kind of like they get that, um, like if you go to church, you kind of get that 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 spear high on Sunday and then by like right. Tuesday it's gone. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so like, that's kind of how I feel about like when people try to make, uh, you know, try to do, you know, these big moves or make certain decisions, mm-hmm. you know, at that moment, that's they get excited about it. They may even buy a course, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They may even buy yeah. a webinar or something like that. Yep. But when it gets time to do the nitty gritty and you got to do this every single day, you know, right. to really get your first deal, that's when like, you know, the like the pack separate themselves about who's being serious and who's not being serious. Um, and I think that deciding factor is real and also just surrounding yourself with the right people. So like within those 90 days, you know, after, when you you're surrounding yourself with the right people, you're researching, you made the, the decision what either what deal what moment what piece of advice what was that light bulb clicking moment like where okay i got this figured out i can do this every single day i can make this Mm -hmm. a business i don't have to go back to my uh job anymore i gotta figure it out all right we're gonna take a quick break from this week's episode to talk to you guys about amazing new sponsors over at short form Guys, you know part of the leveling up process is that you have to become educated. You have to improve your mind because a man with a powerful mind is a powerful man indeed. So the amazing thing about short form is short form allows a lot of you guys who are not the most apt at reading to be able to get amazing summaries of books. So this includes books that you may be interested in reading, books you've read in the past, or simply books that you just want to get more information about. So go to shortform.com slash roommates get your five-day free trial of short form i'm telling you you guys will love it remember one of my favorite books is 12 rules for life by dr jordan peterson and i'll be honest with you guys that book is a bit of a dense book but the amazing thing about short form is it gives you an amazing summary of the book before you read it so you have a better understanding of it go to shortform.com slash the roommates sign up today start leveling up your mind and let's get back to this week's episode so the the aha moment came after yeah. I did that first deal, and so wow, I found my first deal. Can you describe the first deal for me, just out yeah, of curiosity. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, so I found my first deal because again, I made a decision I was going to be an investor, and to me, that came with. Um, here's the cool thing about being a real estate investor. Here we go. It's that it's that if you just decide you are, then you are. There's no certification for being a real estate investor. You don't got to go to school. Like there's no, like you don't got none. You just, you just are if you decide you are. And so that's, I started telling people that I, when I introduced myself, I mean, from, I hadn't bought a single property when people said, (laughs) Hey, who, you know, who are you? What do you do? I was like, Hey, my name's Henry. I'm a real estate investor and I work for Walmart and I do data analytics. Right. I put the thing that I wanted first because that's the thing that was most important. Right. That's the thing that was going to change my life. And when you put that energy out there, like then you are. And if I didn't believe I was an investor, ain't nobody else going to believe me. And so I put it out there. 
I'm a real Amen. estate investor, right? And so that's how I found my first deal because I was just always telling people that that's what I am. That's what I do, that I buy rental properties now. And a buddy of mine had heard that and he was in a tough spot with a house that he had that he had to sell in 30 days and he was willing to sell it at a discount. He just needed to get it gone. And so he called me. He was like, I heard you buy properties. I got this house. Uh, it's worth 160, 155. I'll sell it to one. I'm selling it for 115 or 114, wow. right? As yeah. long as you can close within 30 days, because I got to have X amount of money to go do whatever it is he had to go do. And he was like, I got to have that yeah. money in 30 days. He was like, so as long as you can get the deal closed by this date, you can have it for 115. Like, I don't care that it's worth more than that. And so I was like, say less. I got it, right? Like, I'll buy it, <laughs> yeah. right? I didn't know how I was going to buy it. I didn't have no money to buy it. I didn't, I barely, I didn't even know the process. I had to, I, down, I just said, I think we're supposed to sign a contract. So I literally downloaded a contract off of like the internet and was like, crossed out some stuff, changed it, put my name, put his name. And we signed this contract. And I was like, I was, I'm going to buy your house. Yeah. And so I, I took that to some banks and I was like, look, I, I'm going to, I want to buy this house. What can you do? And they were like, we can help you get the loan, but you need, you, you're going to need 20 grand for a down payment. And I was like, all right, cool. Got to go find 20 grand. Right. Yeah. I had, I, <laughs> I had a thousand, but see, that's the thing I'm talking about. I decided, right. I'd already yeah. decided. And so like most people, they say they're going to try. And then the deal comes their way and they say, Hey, you got to close in 30 days. And they'll go, well, shoot, I don't know how to do this. I, I can't, no way I can close in 30 days. And then they don't do it. Right. Or then they go to the bank and they say, well, you need 20 grand. They go, well, I ain't got 20 grand. I guess I can't do it. My brain yeah. was turned. My brain was like, you, you decided you're going to do this. We're going to figure it out. And so when the bank said, you got to come up with 20 grand, I was like, all right, well, let's go figure out how to get 20 grand. Right. Yeah. So, and so I just started. And, and because I surrounded myself with investors, I had a room full of people who I, w I went to and I was like, how do I, how are y'all doing this? How are you getting this down payment money? Like I got the deal. I got to get the money. And so one of my buddies uh, helped me brainstorm and he was like, you know, you can borrow against the 401k. You got a 401k. And I was like, nope, I do not. But my wife does. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so we looked into borrowing against the 401k and we were able to do that without having to take a hit or a penalty of any kind. We borrowed the money. Yeah. We yeah. borrowed. I had a thousand dollars and the four. We borrowed 19 grand from the 401k and we bought the house. And we yeah. kept it as a rental. There was already a person living in it. We just raised the rent to market rents and it started cash flowing almost immediately. And that, yeah. and that was, that was how I did my first deal. Like just, <laughs> just that's how it all came together, man. It was, that, it yeah, that, like that's that, how yeah. I, that's, yeah. I think that's like a huge like deal for, especially for a lot of people. Like they need to really put themselves in that experience. And then you mess around, you might get a phone call, but Hey, I got this yeah. offer. Like now yeah. what you going to do? Now right. your entrepreneurial brain start clicking. Yeah. Well, I need to yeah. problem solve. You right. know, that's where like you read all of these books and say you gonna have to maybe have to go out there and raise capital. You right. know, that's where you talking about going to your investor friends and hey, how y'all doing this? You know, and that's yeah. and that is a trick that really a lot of people don't know about borrowing against the retirement. I didn't know about that until end of last yeah. year. You know, and I and I knew. You know, some things about financial planning as far as like, you know, getting my degree, but I didn't never heard of borrowing against it for a down payment on it and not having no yeah. penalty, no taxes taken. I had never heard of that, you know, yeah. and I was like, oh, that unlocks a lot of things. So a lot of loopholes and tricks and information are out there, mm -hmm. but until you really put yourself in that position to receive it, you may That's not right. never see it. it and, and I bet you, 
I bet you that there's a bunch of your listeners out there right now who probably would have already done a deal if their head was in the right spot. Agreed. And what I mean, and what I mean by that is a lot of people might have already had been approached about a deal, right? Mm. But they got in their own head about, you know, somebody said, hey, you know, I got I, I, this, this looks like a deal. What do you think? And they go, ah, uh, you know, well, it probably is, but a bank's going to want, you know, they're going to want me to have a 700 credit score. I ain't got a 700 credit score, so I can't buy the yeah. house, right? Or, uh, uh, you know, I just, it, I'm going to have to come up with, you know, 20, 15, 20 grand. I just ain't got that down payment, so I can't, I can't buy that house, right? Or, or they're like, well, it's going to need, it's going to need a renovation. I don't have a contractor or nothing like that. Like, I just, so I can't, you know, I just, right? And so they, they, they rule out all these options in their head, like, before they even pursue the option. And so, and then they go, yeah. well, I want to get into real estate, but I can't, I can't find nothing. You didn't turn down a bunch of deals <laughs> in your head already without doing yeah. the due diligence. And so I tell my students, yeah. like when they're investing in real estate, I'm like, quit making decisions before, mm. like quit solving, trying to solve problems that aren't problems yet. Right. Mm. Like the, the, the first problem I had was I didn't have anything to buy. Well, the, the man brought me a deal. Now I got something to buy. The next problem was, okay, well, you don't know how to buy it. And I was like, well, I think I'm supposed to sign a contract. So I just went and I downloaded the contract and we signed the contract. The next problem was I needed to find financing. If I'd have just told myself, well, I don't got, you know, the, I don't got the 20 grand, so I can't buy the house. Then I would have never, I wouldn't be here. And I think too many people talk themselves out of their success because they think they can't, right? They haven't really truly decided. Like this involves risk. It involves calculated risk. Like I had to tell my buddy, yeah, I'm going to buy it. I don't know how I'm going to buy it, but I'm going to buy it. And then I had to sign a contract yeah. without knowing where my money was, right? Yeah. But I wasn't going to let him stop me, so I signed the contract, and I'll go figure out where yeah. the money is. And then the bank said I need a down payment, and so I had to buy it. I put it under, you know, I, I had to say, okay, well, I got to go find the money. Most people just say no. And I bet you, a lot of y'all, if you look in the mirror, you've had an opportunity to get in the game, and you just, you told you talked yourself out of it. You told yourself no because you were, you were, you know, you were you weren't ready to solution for the problem. You just figured you couldn't, so you so you turned it down, right? Like mm. it's the exact opposite, right? I just said, all right, well, I gotta go find twenty grand. Not I don't have twenty grand. It's how can I get twenty grand? Yeah, yeah. It's the way you ask yourself and your mindset yeah. and your approach to it. Um, yeah. I think that that's everything that makes us, you know, and those people really move forward. It's really the question that you ask yourself. Um, because yeah, people, they hear certain information and they hear bad news or it's going to be harder than what they expect. You know, they just, it's, they're so easily pushed and so easily swayed. I've had so many people tell me, Hey man, like I want to buy property. I do, but like, I can't get approved for no loan. I got my credit's just not right. Like my debt to income screwed up. They got all these excuses and I go, Oh, is it? I was like, well, uh, what lender, what lender told you that? Did you talk to? Well, I ain't real. I ain't apply. I just know that my credit's not good. So, but how do you like? How do you know? Yeah. Did you did the did the bank tell you? Did like when you applied for to buy a house? Did they tell you they can't lend to you? Nah, I just know my debt to income is not good. Oh, that, so so a bank told you your debt to income wasn't good. You talk <laughs> like your hard money lender told you your debt to income wasn't good. Nah, nah, yeah. man. I just like you don't really know. You you coming up with with problems that ain't problems yet. Exactly. Like, Take the action steps, and then when you bump into a legit wall, 
then you can go solve for that problem. But you got people trying to solve problems that they don't know are problems yet. They're trying to fix the debt to income. Your debt to income could be fine. Go talk to yeah. the bank. We'll let them tell you. No, I, I agree. I, I agree. Like, like definitely you cannot make up those problems in your head and just right. assume those things unless you actually hit that hard wall. You know, right. and a lot of people talk themselves out of those things. So for you, like, how long have you been uh, been doing, been investing in real estate? Uh, just over four years, man. I started real late in 2017. Real late 2017. So, yeah. you know, so you, you, so how many, how many deals would you estimate that you did, have you did in, you know, oh, in the four boy. years you've been doing it? Good. Lo- hundreds. You know, I, hundreds. I own, yeah. I own 70 so, rental, 70 doors as rentals, but I, t- I flip about 10 houses a year. I've done some, you know, I've done all kinds of stuff, man. So hundreds. Wow. So like, I I want to know, I guess, just like the, the journey. Let's just say somebody listens to this podcast, right? They're going to start real estate investing the next day. So when you ask those questions, like how are they raising this money? How are they getting these deals done? What do you see out there that most people are doing? Are they doing long-term rentals? Are they doing flips? Are they doing wholesaling? Or are they doing everything, like they just get a lead and they see what this lead could do for them and then they kind of move from there? Yeah, man, I'd say most people, so most people think that um, they have to do one specific strategy. And um, and so I get people that are like, you know, I want to be a landlord or I want to flip houses or I want to do, most people think you have to start wholesaling because, it, it, you can do it without money and then they graduate into flips and then rental properties and then multifamily like they think that that's the path you have to take but you don't yeah right i tell i tell people when they come to me and they want to get started i'm like well what do you want to do like they say well I, you know they say henry i want to wholesale and i say okay but but is that what you want to do or yeah. is that like how you think you have to get started like what do you want and if they say well i want to i want rental properties i want passive income like and I say, okay, well then that's where you should start. Like mm. real estate is flexible. You can start however you want to start. Like decide you're going to do what you're going to do. Make that yeah. decision. Say, I'm going to be a rental property investor. And then literally you should write down every single day. I will buy my first rental property in the next 90 days, right? Wake up, write that down five, 10 times a day. And the path will start to reveal itself on how you can get to that rental property. But like, you don't got to be a wholesaler and then graduate. You know, like I said, that guy bought an apartment complex. I got a guy in my local market. That's all he does is apartment buildings. That's all he's ever done. Mm. No one told him any different, right? Like you can get into this with little to no money on any strategy that you want. You just have to focus in on that strategy. And so like, just what is it that you want? Write that down five times every day. Put yourself in in rooms where other people are doing those things. And the path will show it. It'll show up on how you can get in the game. Like you don't gotta, you don't gotta pick a strategy and just start with that. And so like, but for me, I'm the latter. The last strategy you mentioned is what I do. I, I just figured if I can get good at finding good deals and I can buy really good deals, then I can make money on them however I want to. And so that's what I do. I buy anything that's a good deal. I buy it. Cause I know even if it's not something I want to keep, I'll find, I know somebody will buy it from me. And, and so like for me, a good deal is, is money one way, one way or another, whether I keep it, flip it, yeah. wholesale it, whole, you know, wholetail it. It doesn't matter if it's a good deal. Somebody wants it. 
Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's 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 beautiful, you know. So like in the in the process of you kind of going from a beginner to intermediate to you know experienced real estate mm-hmm. in, in, investor doing you know hundred deals a year, how did you scale? Is it more of just like you created the system, you hired an mm-hmm. assistant, or did you join a team, or do you have like multiple teams and you kind of just uh, pick and pop? You know, like like what's nah, your what's your structure? I keep I tell people, man, keep it simple, right? The key to scale, there's two things that keep you from scaling. One is money, and the other is deal flow, right? In order mm-hmm. for you to scale, you gotta have the deals to buy to scale, and you gotta have the money to buy those deals. If you can solve both those problems, you can go as fast as you wanna go. So for me, I solve the deal flow problem by creating, I do my own direct-to-seller marketing. Like I don't buy from wholesalers, I don't buy off the MLS, like I market to people directly and I get leads and I make offers on houses. So I have my own consistent deal flow. So I got the deals coming in. I'm always evaluating deals and making offers. So figure out a direct to seller marketing strategy, right? You could be direct mail, it could be cold calls, it could be whole, you know, it there it could be knocking on doors, it could be there's a ton of literally Google how to buy off market deals. And you'll okay. there's just a ton of different ways, right? Then pick a strategy. Pick one. Just one. Pick one and go hard at it until you get a deal. And so um, that's to solve the deal flow. And then you got to figure out the money piece, right? And so there's a hundred different ways you can finance property. And so I typically use small local banks because small local banks will fund 85 typically percent of the purchase price. You got to bring a 15% down payment. They'll also typically give you the money you need to renovate the property. They'll give you 100% of your renovation budget. So you got to typically find a 15% down payment and you can, the, the cool thing with small local banks, if you use a, what they call like a fix and flip or a commercial loan from a small local bank is you can borrow your down payment. They just want you to put a down payment down. They don't really care where it comes from. And so if you've got yeah. a cousin or an aunt or an uncle that's got 10, 15, 20 grand that you want to borrow it and pay them like 10% interest, then you can borrow your down payment from somewhere. You can go to a small local bank and get an unsecured line of credit. You can say, hey, I just want to apply for a line of credit at your bank. And it's just based on your credit worthiness. And they might say, all right, well, here, we'll give you access to about 20 grand. Right. And then you can use that as your down payments. You can use business credit. Wow. You can apply for some business yeah. credit cards and use that as your down payment. There's a hundred wow. different ways to get it financed. And so once you solve the money problem and now you've got the deal flow, you can go as fast as you want to. Okay. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm saying. It's uh like I think that's where it comes down to where um I think that sets the people apart. One, like you said, you decided that you was gonna be this person and then you realize that all right. The two major problems is deal flow and then money slash finances. If I understand how to get consistent deals coming in, then mm-hmm. I can figure out and under and find ways to finance these different deals. Because if you know the deal is there and you know the deal is profitable, it it's it's not. I'm not saying you have to sell people, but it's usually yeah. an easier conversation Money's, when you know it's money gonna be on the table. <laughs> everybody's the everybody's so scared to find a deal because they're like, I don't have the money for it. Man, money's easy to find if you got a good deal. So focus yeah. on the focus on finding good deals, and the money will come. And again, like I know it sounds frou frou, and people are like, this isn't hard advice. It is hard advice though. Just yeah. literally say. 
I am going to figure out how to find good deals consistently. Tell yourself that every day, write it down and then write down. I will find the money to fund my deals every single day. You yeah. write that down. And I'm telling you, you're the, 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 the options for all these things are out there. Your brain's just yeah. not open to them. So once you write that down every day, you're going to be listening to a podcast like this, or you're going to be having a conversation with a friend, or you're going to be at a restaurant and hear somebody say, man, I, I got money to lend. I just wish somebody had some deals. And you're going to be like, oh, I got deals, right? Like the, they're out there. Yeah. That yeah. money's out there. Like, but your brain's not open to it. Cause you, cause here's yeah. what you keep, here's what people keep saying. They say, man, I want to buy a deal, but there's no good deals out there. The market's crazy. Everybody's overpaying. I just, there's no good deals out there. That's what you've told your brain. And so your brain yeah. is shut off from finding good deals. Cause you told it there's none out there. So what's it going to look for? Right. Yeah. You said, you said, I want to, I want to buy some deals, but I just ain't got no money. Like it's just, I can't find a down. I don't got 20% down payments every time I want to find a deal. And so now your brain shut off to finding money. Like the, the, the solutions are out there. There's people finding money every single day for deals, but you're not finding it because you've turned your brain off. Re-engineer the words you say to yourself right down every day. I will find good deals to buy. I will find the money to buy those deals and you will be, you will be so surprised at the deals and the money you find. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the one of the biggest things I want, uh, you know, my audience to really take away from it. I'm blessed that you're here to really tell them this because that, that re-engineering your mindset and your thinking, you know, I think that is the biggest kept secret in any, you know, in any aspect that you're trying to pursue in life, you know, you have to re-engineer your mind and your thinking because you're going to have to problem solve. If you if you have that negative mindset already, you're going to look for ways how it's not going to happen versus right. search for ways how it is going to happen. You have to you have to make those decisions and like too many people they want somebody to just say, "Oh, you want to find a deal? Okay, cool. Go do step 1, step 2, step 3, step 4, step 5. Yeah. Boom, you got deals. Oh, you want money? Okay, go do step 1, step 2, and then you have money. It don't work like that, y'all. Like how you find your deals and you find your money may be completely different than how somebody else finds them, right? And what you got to do is just say, I'm going to find deals. I'm going to find yeah. money. And it's going to come to you. It's going to come to you. I'm telling you that's how it works. And so just make sure you putting that you putting that out there. And then the options, like... I surround myself with other investors. I surround myself with, uh, like, I'm a real estate coach. I have a real estate coach. Yeah. I'm looking for more money for deals right now, right? And so I know that that, that that's something that I'm going to find. All of a sudden, my coach sends me a Facebook message the other day, and he was like, hey, Henry, I think you said something about you were looking for money. I just found this lender. He'll do no-doc loans, $150,000 line of credit. Here's his information. Reach out to him. <laughs> Done. Okay. Right? Like, but I put yeah. myself around people who are successful and I said, I'm going to find these things and boom, they come to you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like, what do you think is, you know, for like for you in the future? Like, you know, you, you did flipping, you're doing long-term rental. I'm sure you're doing short-term rentals and Airbnbs and things like that. What do you feel like is your, is your, 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 your spot? your area where you're like, this is what I like doing. And this is something that, you know, I can, you know, continue to help people in this area. Small multifamily, long-term buy and hold. That's my niche. I love it. So you're talking about small, like, okay. So you, so I had a friend. It's not, I'm not, I'm not talking about me. I'm just talking about a friend, right? Yeah. Like 
a, my, a friend of mine wants to have a duplex and live on one side of the duplex and Airbnb the other side of the duplex. Do people that do that in your field? Heck yeah. That's the <laughs> best way to get started. The, I did it. That's what I did. That's how I live in yeah. my dream house. That's how I live in my dream house right now. Wow. Look, I'm going to get everybody from free game right now. If you free game, be a re- free game. Listen in, up, listen up, listen up. <laughs> if you want to be a real estate investor, like start where you live. Mm. Go find yourself a duplex, a triplex, or a quadplex. No less, no more than four. It's got to be four between two and four units. Yeah. And you can and you can apply for an FHA loan, three and a half percent down, because you're gonna live in it. You can yeah. live in one side and you can rent out the other side. You can rent it out to a long-term tenant, you can Airbnb it, it doesn't matter. And then if you're a single person, rent out some of the rooms in your side too. Increase that oh, cash man. flow. Oh man, you really you really acting bad now. Increase that cash flow. And so, like, let's say, let's say, for example, you're living somewhere and you're paying twelve hundred bucks a month rent. Let's just call it that. Right. Yeah. You're paying twelve hundred bucks a month rent. And now you go and you buy a, a duplex with an FHA loan and you live in one side and you rent the other side out. Let's say you rent the other side out for twelve hundred dollars. Right. And so now and let's say your mortgage is uh call it you know fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So now you're paying two hundred dollars a month to live. You were paying twelve hundred, now you've only got to pay two hundred. So that's a thousand dollars a month that you're used to paying that you don't have to pay anymore. And so yeah. you move into the duplex, you've got a thousand dollars a month that you're used to paying that you know you now you're only paying two. So you take that thousand dollars. Don't stop paying it because you're used to paying it. And I think this is the this is the secret sauce. You're used to paying oh, it, so don't stop. Just pay it to yourself instead. So you're used to paying twelve. Now you only got to pay two. You still pay that two. You take that other thousand. You put it in a savings account. You yeah. live there for two years. You live there for two years. That's a thousand dollars a month in a savings account. That gives you twenty four thousand dollars at the end of two years. Right. That's in that savings account that you're used to paying. You don't have to change a thing about your lifestyle. You change nope. nothing. You just put that thousand dollars in the savings account. After two years, that's twenty four thousand dollars. You take that twenty four thousand dollars. You go buy the house that you want to buy, that you want to live in your you know your nice beautiful home. You put that twenty four thousand dollars as your down payment. You move into that house. You rent out the unit that you were living in for another yep. twelve or thirteen hundred dollars a month, right? And so now you've got this surplus of about twelve or thirteen hundred dollars a month because you were already covering your note, right? You rent that side out. Now you got a thousand bucks extra a month coming in of a surplus in that property. You take that thousand dollars a month and you pay your mortgage at your dream house. Let's say your mortgage at your dream house is two thousand dollars because you bought a fancy house, right? So now a thousand of that gets covered by your duplex you were living in. You're they're paying half your mortgage at your new house. You, they paid your down payment because that's money you were saving. And now you're able to live in your dream house just after two years of house hacking for uh, living in a duplex. I promise you that'll get you to where you want to be in two years. And that's a whole lot faster than if you try to get to your dream house on your own. Just getting promotions and raises might take you seven, eight, nine, ten years. Exactly. And I, and I think that I think that game that you gave us, um, you know, like when I have heard of that. And yeah. learning that, like, oh, that's what people are doing nowadays. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. it changed my life. I understood, you know, yeah. 
Um, because I was in the nine to five industry for a little bit while too. And I'm just like, yeah, when you when you realize that these people control your salary, control your lifestyle, it's like, yeah, yeah. to get to the dream house, you either gotta combine incomes or it's gonna yeah. take you a while to get there. Yeah. Here's what's happened when I explain that. There's a bunch of people on this show that are listening to this, they're like, Yeah, I wanna buy real estate, I wanna be an investor. And then I started explaining how you can get into it super easy by house hacking using an FHA loan of three and a half percent down is super cheap. And most people listening to me just now said, man, well, I don't, I don't want to share walls. Right. Yeah. I don't want to do that. And so, and so, and so they tuned out. How do you want to get to financial freedom, but you're not willing to sacrifice sharing walls for two years? Financial freedom is going to change your life forever. And you crying over sharing walls for two years. You don't want to be free. You just looking for you just looking for an easy way to make some money. That's this ain't it. This ain't for you. Yeah. Right. Or you'll say, well, you know, my my wife, like I, I'm married, she ain't gonna want to do that. Okay, well, that's cool. Y'all don't want to be free. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that simple. Free. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just that simple. If you can't you know, sacrifice people, that, people for stay in apartments years. all day. You know what I mean? If you stay in an apartment right. complex, it's, it's gonna be the same thing. Staying in a, in a duplex, triplex, or fourplex. It's the same and thing. Some people say, well, I already bought my house. I can't do that. Hmm? Okay. Well, you don't want to be free because you yeah. could easily move out of that house and rent it out and then go buy a duplex and rent out one side. Right. But what you really don't want is you don't want people looking at you thinking, oh, man, something wrong. They sold that. They, they moved out of their house and they bought a duplex. You worried about what other people think. You don't want to be free. Yeah. Right. But if you rent that house out and you go move into a duplex, if you say you want to buy property, you living in your rental. Just yeah. move out of it and rent it out. Now you got one door. Then you bought a duplex. Now you got two more. You can have a duplex in 30, 60, 90 days if you want to. You want to be a landlord? You living in your first rental. Now you got three doors in 30 days. Just got to make sense. <laughs> like, so like, 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 like here in your opinion, you know, if, if the people that they're watching, one guy takes it seriously, buys the duplex, you know, then buy his dream house. And, and if they take it, let's just say they do it part time, but they do so efficiently. Mm-hmm. How many years do you think it, it it would be for them to be financially free? And I mean that by as they have the option to go to work and that all of their fixed, you know, expenses are covered. You know, their their mortgage, their car notes, you know, all the fixed stuff that they have to pay for, not variable you know, not like, you know, food, not like random uh, travel, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it literally just depends on your expenses. And so, you know, I tell people, yeah. look, you just look, just look at your expenses that and then buy a property that pays a bill every couple of years. Yeah, that's big. Right. And so if you've got, uh, you know, you got a, a phone, we all gonna have a phone bill, right? We got, they're, they're just necessary. So buy some property until your phone bill's covered. If you can buy one house that the cash flow covers your phone bill, cool. Now your phone bill's covered, right? And so then you look at your next expense. Your next expense is your, you know, your your gas every month, right? So figure out what your gas expense is. Maybe you got to buy a house or two houses. Now your gas is covered, you know? Then you look at what's your next expense. Oh, well, it's my it's my insurance. Okay. Well, you might be able to buy a house that covers your insurance and something else, right? And so yeah, you could look and you could do that just one or two a year. It doesn't have to be some big goal. And so let's say you need to come up with, you know, you know, two thousand dollars worth of cash flow to cover your, 
you know, your miscellaneous expenses. And so $2,000 a month of cash flow, that could be, that could be one Airbnb. Yeah. That could be, that could be two Airbnbs. That could be mm-hmm. three long-term, uh, short, long, uh, four long-term rentals, right? Like you just need to do that math and, and, and then, and then the goals start get, getting really achievable. And so you start looking and going, wait a minute, I can have me two Airbnbs and a Toro car mm. and it covers all my expenses. And now I don't have to go to work because my expenses are covered <laughs> by this stuff. That's life changing, yeah. man. Like you don't gotta have it's sixty. Prop- you don't gotta have sixty rentals like me. You can have four, five, six rentals. Airbnb a couple of them. Do a long term rentals on a couple of them. Get you a, a, a Toro car and rent that out. And all of a sudden, you ain't gotta go to work no more. That yeah, could, you could do. You could do that in a couple of years, man. So like, so with with um with scaling out of like not domestically. I'm talking about just nationwide. You know, so I'm sure you do deals in, in different states, you know, different area codes. How did you get that going? Is that much more of I just don't. like a network thing or is this like, you know, it, it, that I like through my rapport with people, people start bringing me offers. How did you get that stuff going? Nah, man, I only invest where I live. So I, I invest locally. I don't okay. do anything out of state. Um, you know, I think you can look at a state. I think the problem with looking at a state is people get, um, they get sidetracked by, you know, there's so many different markets. You just got to pick one, right? You just got to pick gotcha. one market and start to build your, build your team and start looking for it. And it's the same process. Pick a market, decide you're going to buy property in that market, surround yourself with other investors in that market. You can go to, you can go to meetups in that market virtually probably still, right? That's the, that's yeah. the, 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 you know, the benefit that COVID gave us is everybody's got a virtual option now. And so you can yeah. meet people in those markets, get on bigger pockets and go to the local forums in those markets and start to see who's locally active in those markets, connect with them, talk to them, and then get your butt in a plane and go there. If you're going to buy property somewhere, spend a couple hundred dollars on a plane ticket and go out there and take a look for yourself. Right. And then just start buying property, like pick a market. So if you're going to invest nationally, find a market where you can buy property on the market that actually cash flows. Right. Like if you get to pick where you invest, pick a place where it's going to be easy for you to find a deal. Don't pick a place where it's going to be hard for you to find a deal. Yeah. Uh, You know, go to someplace like Cleveland, Ohio, like Cleveland's a phenomenal (laughs) market and it's cheap. Yeah. And people, it's a big city. People live, they've got great industry. There's biotech. There's, um, there's the, there's a federal reserve bank there. There's the Cleveland clinic. There's big healthcare there. Like, yeah, you can yeah. look on. Literally you can look. You can Zillow. literally go on Zillow right now and find a duplex in Cleveland that cash flows two hundred dollars a month per door and make an offer today. Like you could do that right now. Like, nah, I agree. Yeah, it, no, they're, they're definitely on there. Yeah, yeah, it's a great market. So they're definitely like, on there. Yeah, man, this is this is this stuff's not rocket science, man. Yeah, man, I I I really appreciate this conversation. I, I want the audience to know that, you know, like after they finish watching this, like there's really no excuse. Like they have to get out there and, and, and go do it, you know? So is, is there anything else that you want to add before we go, before we wrap it up to those, you know, who may feel, you know, still kind of hesitant or skeptical or, you know, whatever random doubt that comes up in their head. Step, Step one, make a decision. Step two, Find people who are doing it and get around them consistently. Step three, learn what a good deal looks like in that market. 
you know, good deals are market specific. What's a good deal for me might not be a good deal for another market. Figure out what good deals look like in your market and then pick a marketing strategy that's going to help you find those deals and just keep doing that strategy until you get a deal. Once you get a deal under contract, then go figure out the rest. Then go figure out who's going to finance it. Then go figure out who's going to fix it up. Then go like all those other things. People try to line them up early. They try to figure out, all right, I got my contractor. I got my bank. I got all this ready to go. Now I got to find a deal. Mm -mm, Do the opposite. Cause none of that crap matters unless you have a deal. So why go figure it out until you get one? Yeah. Agree. 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 hundred percent. hundred percent. Um, so thank you everybody for watching Henry. I, I appreciate you, man. I think that, you know, you are someone that I have really saw you on bigger pocket and heard your story and, and really start following your content. I love what you do, you know, and I think that, um, more people like you in this space to have the right heart, to have the right character and it's truly authentic and want to help. And, you know, the people out, I think it's beautiful, you know, as a fellow content creator, I'm here to Thank give you your flowers. You know, I, I know that, that a lot of people, you know, may may not understand that, you know, what you go through and what uh, what what we go through as content creators. And because yeah. it's not easy to talk into a camera and you don't get no response back. You don't know yeah. what's going on yeah. behind the camera. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. But, you know, you have yeah. made impacts on, you know, on people's lives. You made an impact on my life, you know. I'm on my real estate journey as well. That's why this is so big for me because I feel like I'm right in the cusp of it and I get to talk to people like you um, who have been in my position before and has moved past it. You know, like I am I am uber excited to get started and, and doing the things. And there's things, like you said, making a decision. That was the biggest thing for me. I made a decision. All of a sudden, it's just kind of crazy doors happening. And it's like, now I want to continue to build on that momentum. Um, and so I think what you're saying is 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 golden. It's, it's so much truth in that. It's real. It's authentic. And I want my audience to really sit down and, and really rewatch this. Because I'm telling you, like, if you really have your mindset correctly, if you watch something like this, it can be life-changing. I just want to thank you for all of the the knowledge and the wisdom that you shared with us today. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate what you do. I appreciate you having a, a platform where you speak to people who, who look like us, who are, who are younger because man, you know, I'm, I'm 40, you know, and I've been doing this for four years. If I would have started when I was 24, 25, yeah. 22, shoot, I'd be on somebody's Island somewhere. I promise you. I'd be on my Island somewhere. Right. Like, yeah, the head I feel start, that the, the head start that you're giving people is invaluable. And so um, I appreciate you and what you're doing. So keep keep doing it. And, uh, you know, you've already you've already made a decision to have a successful podcast and that's working out. Yeah. And the doors the doors that it's opening for you are tremendous. And so you do that same thing with real estate, man, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be in, in, in great places doing great things real soon. No, nah, beautiful. I, I appreciate that, man. I definitely have to. Uh, I have never been to Arkansas, so I definitely yeah. have to pull up, come know, on, and check out the check out the scenery, man. I think that's that would be a really amazing, really kind of like do like a vlog style. That would be really cool. Yeah. Um, I want to get some deals under my belt first, like right? I mean, I, I want I want to have that kind of have that kind of conversation talk, yeah, um, because I think that would be really big uh, the next time we do this, and I think we should do it in person, and uh, it would be really fun to do. Awesome, man. I'm with it. Great. So, uh, Henry, can you please share where my audience can send you a DM and a thank you note for all the wisdom that you shared with us today? Yeah, absolutely, man. Best place to reach me is Instagram is at the Henry Washington on Instagram. 
or you can check out my website on uh, www.henrywashington.com. Beautiful. Well, guys, make sure you all hit up Henry and say thank you. All the wisdom and, and knowledge that he shared today. I'm telling you, he gave us a lot of game, life-changing game. So make sure you reach out to him. You know how we do here. My name is Chris. I am here with Henry Washington. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Peace.